This is Brandon Clay, the BCS Report Podcast, powered by Brandon Clay Scouting, fueled by Prospects Nation. Uh, back in the office, actually spent the weekend on the road evaluating talent, was in Dallas for a girls' juco event, then hopped on a plane headed to Colorado Springs for USA Basketball Boys, an elite high school minicamp they do out there every year, and now back here in the office late Sunday evening. Uh, we'll get this posted here on Monday. We're talking about our release of our Elite 150 National Rankings on the ProspectsNation.com site. A lot to get into. We've got three mailbag questions I took a look at that had been sent in. Uh, first was, how close is the battle for number one? I think it's actually closer than you would believe. There hasn't been a lot of movement in our top five. Maybe one here, one there, but it doesn't mean that I don't feel like those five are really close. I think they're Honestly, all really different. I'll start with Paige Bugers, who checks in at number one. Actually, is over in Qatar right now playing three-on-three basketball for USA Basketball, trying to win another gold medal added to her case. Uh, she's going to have a, a case full before she even steps foot on campus there in stores next summer. Gets to play with Nafisa Collier, Jackie Young, and uh, Ruthie Ebert from Oregon, who's liable to be uh, a first-round pick in the WMA draft next year. So he gets to spend time with three really high-end kids. Uh, Paige out of Minnesota. And if you haven't seen her, Google it, YouTube it, Instagram it, do something. Make sure that you, you take a look at some of the clips. Has all the tools. Big guard. Uh, can, can really handle it. Can shoot the basketball. Cool video floating out there. Make sure you check it out with her and Steph Curry. Uh, kind of having a, a shoot-off, so to speak, back in August at his camp. So make sure you check that, too. And just really like everything she brings to the table. I think she's a competitor and just does a lot of cool things overall. A little bit different game, maybe a little more flash, right, than, than say, a Sue Bird, if you, if you talk the UConn lineage there. Uh, but I think that, that Paige could be that impactful. I know it's saying a lot. Sue's one of the greatest to ever play the game. But I think that a lot of the tools are there for Paige to be able to do the same when she arrives on campus. Sticking to the backcourt. I think Sarah Andrews and Haley Van Lith. Andrews out of Texas, Van Lith there out of Washington. You know, if I had to go head to head, you know, with Paige, um, give me a guard that can give me 20 and 10 in a major game against her and get us a win. I think that either one of those two could do that. Uh, Andrews, a smaller, more compact option at the position, uh, really could push the basketball and tempo, can make plays. You could put her in the PNR. Um, let her do a lot of cool things in that way. And then Van Lith, uh, both of these two are uncommitted still, where Paige is already committed to UConn. But Van Lith is like a power guard, really gets downhill. You know, I know Kelsey Plum is the smooth comparison there with the lefty and the good frame. Um, Andrews, honestly, reminds me a lot of Chris Paul. Uh, you know, body build, that kind of deal. Get downhill, can do a lot of different things. Van Lith is more of a powerful option who likes to score it. I think either one of those two could be number one. I actually was at that event I was talking about Saturday in Dallas, and guess who was there, right? Sarah Andrews, who lives down the street, just to hang out and be in the gym. She's just going to be around uh, and then had the chance to work and train with Van Lith last year at Chris Hansen's Check Me Out Showcase in Seattle, and she was just absolutely fantastic. Plenty of video on them online, too, so make sure you check all that out. In the front court, speaking of Chris's showcase in Seattle, Cameron Brink. Uh, who I thought was absolutely fantastic out there this year. Just dialed in, really wanted to work. Um, you know, I had the chance to talk to her last week. She was talking about just cleaning some things up with her ball handling and her shooting. She really is that new age post player in terms of wanting to grab that thing off the rim, 
take it out in traffic, handle it, cross somebody over, but then obviously can contest a shot on the other end and it still is very much an interior presence defensively. Uh, you look at Camilla Cardoza out of Tennessee, um, foreign kid, but actually plays high school here in the States and played club basketball uh, as well here on the Under Armour circuit this year. And she's more traditional. You know, I tell people all the time, she reminds me of, of Liz you know, out, of, out of Vegas. Uh, good size to her. You almost don't believe that they move as well as they do for how big they are. Um, you know, there aren't a lot of guys. You talk about 7'3", seven, 7'4", seven, potentially, in terms of your, your cross-translation. And there aren't a lot of guys at that size that can move the way that they move at a legit 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, maybe even 6'8", you know, if it's all said and done and we measure them out. So Cardoza has a lot to offer in that way as well. Really interested to see where she winds up school-wise um, and also has the option to go home potentially and pray professionally. Uh, Brink has already committed to go to Stanford. Actually just took her official visit there last weekend. Who's the toughest player in the Elite 150 to rank? We'll stick to Cardoza. Her club and high school team made Hamilton Heights treasure hunt. Uh, I think it's one of those kids we saw her so early. I remember reading books about Sonny Vaccaro and Sebastian Telfair, who played at ABCD camp from the time he was in the eighth grade, and everybody knew him. And a lot of that, you got used to seeing Sebastian Telfair, so you felt like every time you saw him, you are supposed to get this huge show. I feel like that about Hunt. We've seen her for so long that you... You almost have to temper your expectation. Like, hey, man, that keep it fair. You're not going to get 30 and 10 every time you see her. But she really has grown her game. Uh, her body is filled out. She really has shown the ability to play, I think, one through four, depending on how the game sets up. Really, really is good. I think one through three with, obviously, the versatility to play some in this new age at the small ball four, where, honestly, she plays the point even. Um, and that way, offensively, she could be, you know, what Draymond Green is, where he's handling the ball at the one, even though he's the four, maybe even the five. You don't really know, and it doesn't really matter. He's the one putting people in positions to be successful. So I think the bar for Treasure Hunt is really high when you start to mention that type of comparison in terms of what she could do uh, at the next level. I, I put in an article, she could be playing this game in her early to mid-30s. Like, she's that talented. Uh, it's rare that I say things like that. So if it comes out of my mouth, I meant it. I absolutely love her game and where she could still go from here. Outside of the Elite 25, I think the two Sam out of Texas and China Cornwall out of North Carolina have great upside in the front court. Still very, very much in a raw state offensively in terms of what they do. Um, Sam is more of a traditional kid. She's going to seal you to score. She's going to whip the footwork, catch it, post, finish, some of that kind of stuff and rebound in her area where Cornwall's game is all off activity. She's moving, she's shaking, she's running, she's just everywhere. And if you do not get a body, and honestly, probably multiple bodies on her, she is going to crash the glass. She is going to make positive things happen more times than not. Super, super talented in that way. Um, both are still open. Uh, Sam is narrowed to three. Cornwell still figuring it out. Uh, you know, I put inside the article that honestly, we talked about Ruthie Hepburn to lead the podcast. And China's game is a lot like that. I remember Ruthie at our Super 64 showcase back in June of, gosh, this would have been like 2014. It was the first time I'd seen her. She's from Alaska. Chris put the bug in her ear. They were able to make it happen to get her there. 
And uh, the rest is, is becoming history as we speak. Cornwall has a lot of that to her game. If she goes to the right place and they just let her roll, just go get it, kid. Go find that basketball, and we'll work on some of the other stuff during our skill development sessions. The sky is the limit for her. Who in this class did I stand on the table for? In other words, who did I scream and holler and kick? And I didn't have to do all that. Uh, fortunately, you know, when I put the couple names up, nobody really had a ton of resistance. But who would I have? Uh, I thought Sydney Parrish out of, out of Indiana had such a fantastic year um, on the EYBL circuit at our events, at our showcases. She trained with us. And honestly, she was great during high school season. I mean, she really has put it all together. I remember watching her in the eighth grade and, and thinking that this kid can score at three levels. It's scary. How do you do that at 13 years old? And so to see her put it all together now as a rising senior already committed to go to Oregon, it was kind of cool. Uh, I talked to her about the ability to, to be a 50, 40, 90 kid. And I've talked about that here on the podcast. I think that's such a, a tough challenge, but I think the great ones accept things like that. They want that type of parameter. Like, yo, you think I could do that? And I'm like, yeah. And then like, okay, cool. I'll work on that. And I think that Parrish potentially could do that. Shot pockets, crisp. Um, you know, I talk about Courtney Eckmart all the time. I still think she's one of the, the best shooters I had a chance to be around. Just finished up at Arizona State. And Parrish reminds me a lot of Eckmart in that regard with her ability to knock down open shots. And one of the things I used to say to Eckmart when we would train back in the earlier part of the decade was don't get to feeling good. You get to feeling good, you start snatching your follow-through, your shot can kind of go awry, and what should be a 10 for 10 rack becomes an 8 for 10 rack. Well, we don't want to leave two shots on the table. So I think for Parrish, that's really what comes next is making sure she never leaves a shot on the table Um it's the difference in scoring 18 to 24, 24 and 30, 30 and 36. And a lot of times in those major games at the next level, that's the difference in a win or a loss. Outside of the Elite 25, Darion Rogers caught my attention right there out of Chicago area. Uh, I knew that we were in good shape with, with Rogers mentally when I said Will Bynum. And she perked up and looked at me like, how do you know Will Bynum? I'm like, Will Bynum with the Georgia Tech. He, he's a legend down here. Um, and if you don't know who Will Bynum is, Google him, put him in, do something. Uh, one of the best scorers ever coming out of, of Chicago at the, the high school level. Um, just absolutely dynamic. And Rogers is smooth. Like, she's laid back. But she's got the same type of tool set that the great ones coming out of Chicago have had uh, comparatively. You know, suffered an injury, so was out for a little bit is now back rolling full steam and really like what she's going to bring to the Paul. I told her I think that she could be Keisha Hampton. Uh, again, Google that if you don't know who that is. Keisha Hampton, one of the best players in the, the history of the school there. A score, big wing. Uh, a lot of what Rodgers brings to the table is what I saw from Hampton back when she was playing for Doug Bruno years ago. We'll have more. Uh, plenty to go through. As you see, I touched on a handful of kids, but plenty to go through in the Elite 150 over the next week or so, we'll be updating uh, different articles, posting different things, answering questions from y'all. Make sure you stay tuned in. Until next time, this is Brandon Clay. Any Jim is home.